Now, we know that NT Health is reminding Territorians to protect themselves from mozzie bites with numbers expected to increase in the top end. They say that there's a higher risk of catching mosquito-borne diseases such as Murray Valley encephalitis and, um, well, other things at this point detected in Darwin mozzies earlier this month as well as Japanese encephalitis, I believe. So um, joining me on the line right now from the Centre for Disease Control, the director is Dr Vicky Krause. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning. Great to have you on the show. Um, Dr Krause, tell us why are mozzie numbers on the rise and what are some of the risks? Well, obviously it's that time of the year when uh, we've had lots of rain and as the rain contracts and there's puddling, there's more breeding. And so this, you know, this whole period is just a time when um, the mozzie numbers go up. So we just want people to be absolutely aware of that. Um, the numbers in urban Darwin at the moment are not that high, but if you're around swamps and creeks and wetlands, there um, you'll know that the numbers are way up there. And throughout the territory, um, they're, they're, the, mosquito, the mosquito numbers are up, and particularly down in central Australia and Tennant Creek. Um, if you talk to people in Tennant Creek, they'll tell you they just have to run in their house. <laughs> okay, so. We just want people to be aware that this is a high mosquito um, disease-borne um, mosquito uh, season and that people need to protect themselves, but they also have to be protecting their children and, and their young children yeah. who, who can't protect themselves. So, Tell us. Uh, and as, as you mentioned, yeah. um, the two diseases we're really concerned about are Murray Valley encephalitis and Japanese encephalitis. Yeah, and talk, talk us through those and what some of the concerns are with both of those diseases. So, encephalitis, which is an inflammation of the brain, so something to avoid, um, something that can cause uh, very serious illness and, and even death and can cause sequelae or long-term um, deficits because of, of uh, acquiring encephalitis. So, again, these are two diseases you want to avoid and yeah. you do that by trying to avoid being bitten by mosquitoes. So it is really important that you try and not be out when these mosquitoes are out and about, which is at uh, dusk, so that hour like after sunset and then at dawn, so before sunrise, and actually all through the night. So making sure that if you are going to be outside, you have the proper clothing on, so long sleeves and loose fitting and light colored, and that you're using uh, insect repellent that would repel the mosquitoes. So Deep containing or picaridin, um, oil of eucalyptus uh, containing um, insect repellent. Are you concerned that people might be, uh, I guess, a bit more vulnerable over that Easter period as well, given the fact that we've all usually got a few days off? Some people might choose to go out camping and, and do a little bit more in the way of outdoor activities? Absolutely. And, and as we say, it's, the, it's actually January through June that's the high risk. But the really high risk is when you put the people and mosquitoes together, which is what you're talking about. So when people are out and about camping and, you know, being outside as they should be, you do have to take extra protection because we do know that our, the most cases that we've had have been between in the March and April time period. And we do know that people have at least four days off yeah. and often do go out and about. So it is really important if you're planning a camping or hiking trip, you know, that you make sure that you have um, mosquito protection and, and avoid those bites. 
Now, um, just tell us as well, I understand that there are some other um, other concerns and um, that NT Health is also warning people about measles. What sparked this? Well, <laughs> measles is a very contagious um, viral infection and people usually think of measles maybe as something of the past and something that you get your children vaccinated against and we don't see much of. But particularly over the past three to four years when people maybe haven't been getting out and about to get their vaccines um, as uh, as commonly as before and also throughout the rest of the world, there's just been a a real rise. And WHO has also signaled this, a rise in the world of measles cases. So um, if people are thinking they're going to be traveling overseas, um, it's really important that they know that they're measles immune, that either they were born before 1960, they probably had natural uh, immunity or from that time they've had two measles containing uh, vaccines and for our kids we know that they get it at 12 months um, an MMR measles mumps rubella and then at 18 months they get a measles mumps varicella so for chickenpox as well yeah Um, so then if they've if they're up to date with their childhood immunizations then they have that 12 month and 18 month measles vaccine but Adults, mm, they don't always have their two vaccines. And yeah. so um, some, uh, if you were born, like in the, if, you know, if you're under 35, uh, possibly you've had two, but even between 25 and 35-year-olds should think about, have I had a second vaccine? Because they weren't offered a second vaccine in school uh, necessarily. So you need to check your immunization um get your uh, immunization plan and see, or possibly call your mother (laughs) and uh, find out if you've had your two uh, measles-containing vaccines, because if you haven't, you are at risk. So we do, um, particularly adults, need to check and see if they need that second vaccine. Um, And if you just don't know or can't remember, it is much safer to get that vaccine there's not a problem if you would get an extra one but um you should try and check but what we want to make sure is that you're immune to measles it's a serious disease it It can cause uh complications and particularly in adults tends to land them often in hospital so Mm. you want to avoid it Vicky, I like that. Call your mother and ask her whether you've been vaccinated yeah. or not. I can imagine. My, very my, common. <laughs> yeah, my mum would be like, yes, you have been. But, geez, you'd have to be thinking back a few years, wouldn't you, for some of the parents out there listening this morning thinking, yes, I'm sure my children were vaccinated against the measles. Well, they're often the ones that have the little book, you know, that yeah. has it documented. Yeah. But we all should have our own little book in order to have your... Um, but you can go to MyGov. Mm. Uh, if you're under 25, it probably will be there. Um, but uh, really keeping your own uh, copy of your, your vaccine schedule is always yeah. a good idea. And Vicky, just on that, I know uh, you touched on the fact that obviously over in the USA and Europe, they have indeed had measles outbreaks. Have we had any cases here in the Territory? Well, we haven't had any cases since 2019, so right before COVID and all the travel shut down. So we've been very lucky. It's been three years, but possibly you just read last week that South Australia was in the same situation, hadn't had a case since 2019, but they just had a case last week. So while people are out traveling, um, going further afield, going in our global region, you know, you're at risk. 
risk of, it's a very contagious disease. You just have to walk by someone in the mall or sit, you know, next mm. to them for a minute uh, somewhere. And this is one of those uh, very sneaky diseases that the, year, the, day, the day before you get unwell, you are already infectious. So um, you don't necessarily know you would be passing it on. Yeah. It is a disease that presents with, you know, just uh, fever, headache, cough, red eyes, and then a few days later, two, three, four days later, you get this rash that starts on your face and down the body. So you want to avoid that and avoid the one-third of people who go on to get complications, as I said, like pneumonia um, and and possibly need to be Mm. hospitalized. So, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, Dr. Vicky Krauss, the, uh, the Centre for Disease Control Director, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having a chat with us this morning. You're very welcome. Thank you.